it's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob I am here. Zip. All right, I got Zip. I got Spike. Ed's going to join us when he can. We're already starting the recording 20 minutes late. And um, I had a rare uh, computer malfunction. <laughs> if I wouldn't call it rare. <laughs> well, <laughs> if... Uh, you're like my wife. No, you're worse than me. No, you're worse than me. <laughs> no. Look, I'm thrown under the bus every week for some kind of technical malfeasance. It, and by and, the way, yeah. that, that would be an alternate name for this podcast. Throwing each other under the bus. <laughs> That's so Technical malfeasance. Uh, yeah. So uh, what I was uh, thinking as all I was going, for the people behind the scenes or not behind the scenes, um, I've I basically sat down and connected the way I always do. And you know that that feeling when, like, your computer is like your nose, it's all stuffed up? And um, you don't know what's wrong, but you can sort of tell, like, you click on something and nothing's there. Or you speak and the meter that usually moves just doesn't do anything. And you go, oh, well, I'll just close that thing. And you click the close button. It could be the same whether it's Windows or Mac. You click the close button... It doesn't close. And on the Mac, this little kaleidoscope rainbow color ball starts circling, which is basically the computer's way of letting you know it's vomiting (laughs) (laughs) internally. And I was thinking about it as it was happening, because you guys were on time and you were trying to check in, and I was thinking about it as it was happening. And I realized... If I could have all the hours I spent waiting for a computer to do something, literally from the beginning of computers, Spike, you remember when we bought our first computers? Yes, I do. What year was that? Um, it was probably... Was it 90? 90. 1990, probably. Yeah, yeah right around yeah. then. That. That's about right, because 95 was Windows 95. And before then, if you bought a computer... You know, you were oof. at Radio Shack. Well, and, and I remember spending like three thousand dollars for um, a Pentium. That's what it was. Yeah, and we called it a Pentasaurus because it was already <laughs> extinct. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, should have been Pentroleum. Right, and remember, you you had to uh, always reboot them. Programs would always freeze, and you you'd think. 32 years later, they would have figured that out. And what they've done is minimized it to the level that we'll still keep buying this shit. <laughs> you mean they could, they could make it great, but we would only buy it once? Is that what you're saying? No, but I mean, in other words, like, you ever get the feeling in business that they give you, um, they give you as good a service as they have to keep you? But as shitty a service as they can get away with to still make as much money as possible. Yeah, I've owned a Ford. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And sorry, 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 Ford owners. <laughs> it's okay. And with those updates, they slowly but surely make your equipment obsolete. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I just had that happen real quick. I've got to Premiere Pro, which is a video editor, right? Yeah. And they started flagging this thing. Hey, we're getting rid of the original titler. You know, we're not going to, soon it's, we've got this new software titler. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Hey, right. it's getting closer. It's getting closer. Today, I go on, I, and, it, and it says, 
you know, hey, we can switch over all the titles you have in your projects to this new titler. Yeah. And I'm so, well, screw that. I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. I bought but the program. When I, went, yeah. when I went to use my original titler, it's all fucked up. Oh, yeah. And the, you know, it's, and it's a total, a total uh, screw job. So on the part of here's, here's what's unfair about that. And here's what's fair about that. If you buy flowers, you don't come back a year later and go, I bought these flowers. They're not flowers anymore. <laughs> If, if they were metal flowers, I would. Well, they <laughs> okay, okay. I yeah. mean, I don't, I don't do that with bread, I but know. I'll do that with a picture of bread. But software is very soft and pliable, unlike metal, and um, and software goes bad. And anything you buy that involves software, this is why everybody's switching over to a subscription model. You get the idea that in order to keep these companies alive, they're a little bit like vampires. Yes. They have to keep sucking your blood. And so, anyway, so the whole freaking that, computer that, thing. That is a fair, that's a fair way to look at it. You yeah, really, I, I think that's so. a fair way to look at it, yeah. Vampires and rotten fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Apple <laughs> comes to mind, yeah. Apple's yeah. smooth. If you buy, that's perfect. If you buy Well, no, Apple, no, wait a minute. It's yeah. one thing to say, we're no longer going to support this old piece of software, but we're not going to deliberately do something to it to make it so frustrating that it forces you into upgrading yes and, and that's what happened and, and fortunately you know since we're all computer scientists we know what's going on <laughs> under the hood <laughs> yeah you bet i read it on the internets yeah now, apple apple actually does a, a what they call a battery management thing for you uh, as your battery gets older they um they make certain features on your phone slower so that you'll still get good use out of the batteries in other words they it's called phone hospice. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, look, the phone is at end of life, but they, get, they sort of keep it going. And, you know, they want to um, keep you as a customer. So how do I feel as a guy who just bought a battery-operated car? I feel very <laughs> excited about this. I bought a piece of software, actually. Yeah. And so. Yeah, you did. What's with that big-ass ipad on the dashboard well it's bigger than an ipad um yeah it is it's so bigger uh, than the tv i grew up watching have, <laughs> that's funny too because i remember lisa and i had a nine inch color tv in the bedroom and we were excited that it was color um she's so, never seen nine inches in the bedroom before right zip right right <laughs> Oh man! Right, Sorry. Wow, drove right into that. One. I'll just keep lobbing <laughs> really them. You did. guys, <laughs> you're good for my Batting average practice. Uh, we need a bus sound effect actually for throwing each other into the bus. So uh, anyway, uh, yes, uh, that uh, you have not ridden a test driven the iPad, a, a Tesla. Uh, dude, we, I don't. I don't look at supermodels either. I don't go near what I can't have. I'll never have a Tesla. <laughs> Come on, Zip. Have you a ever Tesla, driven an electric please? car? I've driven a Chevy Volt, and I drove Davis's. Okay, that's a, that's a Chevy Volt. Yeah. yeah, and you enjoyed it, right? Yeah, it was it was really interesting. I'll say that. You know. Yeah. Did you ever take a supermodel for a test drive? I, I Spike already <laughs> answered, but I didn't ask you. <laughs> well, maybe I, a Patriots cheerleader and, and some promotion. I had something. a supermodel yeah, sit on my lap once and say she wanted to do me. Spike was there. Is that right? Um, was that the uh, was I don't want to name her name. Um, was that the playmate? No, 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 no. 
She wouldn't oh, care if you one. named her name because she named her name in lots of names. Stormy um, Daniels before no, she became but it, you're, famous. but you're getting close. <laughs> it was the one who slept with Mick Jagger. Uh, was it Janice Dickinson or something? Janice Dickinson. Yeah, you remember oh, Janice oh, Dickinson. Right, right, right. Yeah. She, she just like brag about all the big rock stars. And she came in for an interview on our show and she like ran over to me. I guess I looked like the most married uh, or something. And, uh, or the least, phys least physically <laughs> strong to push her off. I don't know what. But she sat down and she was like, oh, you're wonderful. And she was like, I, you know, I was with Mick Jagger. And I was like, to be fair, she was um, how old? She was older Ooh, than us. Yeah, she was probably pushing 50 by then. And no disrespect. She looked good for her age. And 50 is wonderful to me right now. Yes, it is. Yeah, I think she was older Thank than you. that. Thank I you. I hope she hears this. You I think, think she was older she, than that then? Yeah, I think... I think well, in my in my memory, it had to be like seventy. In other words, it was kind of it was cute, um, but that's neither here nor there. So uh, back to uh, dr driving something that's obsolete. Almost before you get it, everything's obsolete. Everything wears out, and uh, but software, especially, uh, you have to understand. Anytime you've ever bought anything that's software. That even if you thought you owned it, eventually you forgot the password and it didn't work on your new computer. I don't have an issue with it going obsolete. I just don't want them to to do something deliberately that makes using it impossible. Yeah, the, moving forward. sabotaging it seems a bit yes, unfair. Yes. Not, we can't all buy the latest greatest. No, I I appreciate that and I agree with you, but I guess the government would have to be smart enough to even understand software to police that, right? Well. <laughs> you think Mitch McConnell's going to have wait, a, wait, a technology wait. act? <laughs> well, yeah. We've done a government study. No, it'll probably be Grassley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Chuck older than Grassley. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of politics, um, there was uh, the whole news uh, today was dominated by what a terrible president Joe Biden is. And what's well, I don't know what channel you're watching, do I? All of them. No, all of the... <laughs> Not what was on my channel. It was pretty really? ugly. It was pretty ugly. I didn't watch board. MSNBC, yeah. but I watched the mainstream evening news, and they were all talking about terrible approval ratings and all the stuff he couldn't get done. You didn't see any of that today? Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch any news today, to be honest with you. I did see a lot of... Now you remind me of my Republican TV. friends. I didn't watch any news, but I gave you the bullet point I was expecting to give you. Um, well, I, well, I love I love how I love how all Joe Biden's inability to uh, or the reason he's a crappy president, yeah, is because he's got a terrible approval rating, terrible approval rating, and he can't get anything done, right? Well, that was that was the storyline today, yes. And I didn't I I didn't think yeah. it was fair as well, maybe for different reasons. But what do you think? It uh, seems to me that's all based on obstruction and people talking shit about him. Well, but the, people talking shit about a president has been. It's not like that's a new thing. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if you're basing it on, on whether or not, you know, 70% of Republicans think he wasn't fairly elected. So oh. approval ratings kind of don't carry a lot of weight in my book. Yeah, I guess. I don't think that that number is that high. I think that 70% of Republicans every, every like, to, seen. like to annoy you and pollsters. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure my name is brought up during all polling situations. Absolutely. I mean, they, uh, yeah, there's not far from the truth. But, yeah, there's a picture of you on the poll actually 
Um, <laughs> Working that pole, baby. <laughs> Working that pole. <laughs> no, I mean, I have Fistful a lot. Of ones. I have a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm a radical centrist, right? Yes, I do. So I have a lot of friends on both sides of the aisle, and I, you know, I mostly am disappointed at how they all treat each other. Uh, but I have to say, I think Biden is a really one of the better presidents so far. And 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 my whys, uh, nobody will agree with my whys if you've picked a side. Um, but I like Wall Street, like gridlock. I like a president that doesn't get the radical agenda of his, you know, um, <laughs> radical party done. I like a president who, yeah. you know, I, I, I like the fact... Uh, first off, that with all this inflation, we don't need massive. We need all those programs eventually because, for humanitarian reasons, we should move forward to being uh, more socially responsible, which is not socialist. Uh, but I think that um, uh, I think with this massive six, seven percent inflation, and I've lived through this in the late seventies and early eighties, and uh, you're not old enough probably to have experienced it as much as I did, Spike. But you probably remember it. And zip, you're old enough. I remember. I remember oh, gas yeah. lines. Yeah. You know. Remember, fifteen uh, percent mortgage rates. Fifteen percent mortgage rates. One. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And um, anyway, I've I've seen what happens when it's out of control, and I think I mentioned on the last podcast that um, you know we're headed there because people have plenty of money, and there's uh, there's supply chain shortages, and so what ha- that does is bid everything up, and then it creates a spiral. So the last thing you want, I totally agree with Joe Manchin, by the way, although I think he's a dick and an asshole. Um, the last thing you want is extra trillions of stimulus right now. I mean, even if it's the right thing to do, it's the wrong time to do it. And so uh, Biden's done an excellent job not getting that done. You following my perverted logic? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I, I can read sarcasm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is pretty much the only language I speak. I'm working on my Klingon, but it's not there yet. <laughs> And he's done a great job not getting that done. What he did get done in a bipartisan way was the infrastructure bill. And a tiny dick orange hands couldn't get that done, even though it was his idea. Every week was I'm making Spike week. more comfortable by saying that. I know yeah. that. <laughs> that brought me back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I might have lost my gun-making friend over at uh, Sturm, Ruger, uh, but I'll bring him back too. So what's, uh, so what's happening here is the stock market's been up, 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 but, but supply chain issues and the pandemic are going to play havoc with us, and inflation's going to play havoc with us. Stock market's going to do a bear or correction or something else. It's the, getting bumped around the last few days, if yeah, you've I, taken I, notice. I, yeah. I think we're only at the beginning of that. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have patience and you're not in it for the long term, uh, why head for the hills? <laughs> Panic. <laughs> Cut open that mattress and stuff her full. That's right. Uh, or get some of those my pillows and stuff in there. That, they work good, too. Um, so anyway, that's all going to happen. Uh, but Biden got the infrastructure done, which was huge. The stimulus he did at the beginning it may or may not have been necessary. I think it was necessary from a humanitarian reason probably hurt inflation a little bit and um, got us out of Afghanistan. I mean, look, who wants to grab a pair of pliers and pull the tooth that needs to be pulled? No one. But if I'm like a set, if I'm like an 80 year old president and I know it needs to be done. I mean, that also was Trump's agenda 
to get out of Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So I think Biden's doing a great job at Trump's second term. (laughs) I think Republicans should love him. I brought my friend Hank back with that, I hope. Uh, And as far as the virus goes, uh, viruses mutate, folks. It's called science. It's like software. Uh, You know, you don't understand it doesn't mean it's going to not do what it does. So, um, Omicron. Oh, Spike, you've had it. Had it. Still have a little bit, I think. Oh, you think? You're not all, you're not all bad? Well, I mean, I I, I felt a week, a week of, coming two weeks now of fog. No other way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah. No other way to describe it. I described it as Monday through Friday for many years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give me a little more, though, because I actually do care. Um, You know, I've had a headache a couple times, and I don't get headaches. I really don't. I don't get the flu ever any year. Mm -hmm. You know, I really don't, and I've never had a flu shot. Um, It's funny. I'm all for this vaccine, but I've never had a flu shot. But I don't bitch and whine about my rights when I refuse a flu shot. Let's just make that clear. (laughs) Sure. Sure. you know, I, and I've had, a, I've had, a, it's, it's been hard to, to be unfogged for the last couple of weeks. I really felt like I've kind of almost had a little hangover mm. and, I, and yet I don't drink at all, at all. So, right. you know, well, it's been, it's been a weird, weird start to the year. Have you reported that to anybody, doctor or anybody? Is anybody keeping track of your symptoms? No. I never, I never, you know, my, my, I never involved the medical profession in my whole ordeal with COVID. Wow. A short of a testing facility. You know, Zip. That's how about the only you? Interaction I had. I had no medications, nothing. No COVID for you, Zip, so far, right? I I'm figuring that somewhere along the way, I must have must have had it. Yeah, I I had to have, yeah. and I've had a couple of bouts of flu-like symptoms. Nothing too. The fogginess I can kind of relate to, though, Spike. Actually, after that, yeah, about a week's worth of flu-like symptoms, and then it's you know. You may have had it. Did you get a test? Well, I had the uh, the ineffectual home test, and I did this best I could with it, and yeah. was negative. How many so. times did you take it? Once. <laughs> of course, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to spend twenty bucks. Ten bucks will do. Uh, so. <laughs> no, we only we had two. She took one, okay. and I took. One. And they're hard to get. Yeah. yeah. So here's and, the, and they're they're surprisingly accurate though, bud. They really are. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you get it within the right window. So here's the story of those tests that I have from the rivers. In Malibu, um, I was out there for a week, as you know, and I'm a vaxaholic. I'm Bob. I'm a vaxaholic. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> Zip, you should have known that response. Bob skipped the anonymous part of yeah. the question. You know, yes, Anyway, I'm a vaxaholic, and um, and so and I told the doctor this uh, today too. So I had the you know I had the earliest booster shot possible, and when that was five months old, and around December 21st, I went and I got another booster, and no one questioned it, and uh, that's because I could see Omicron, you know, like a freight train, and so I went to see the grandchildren. Lisa did not go with me, and we talked last week. We had a great time out there in La La Land, just. Hot tubbing with celebs and, um, you know, spending, <laughs> yeah, spending $40 on the latte. It was wonderful. 
But as I was getting ready to, and by the way, nobody was symptomatic while I was there and everything was fine. But the day after I left, my granddaughter tested positive. Oh, no, really? Yeah, using one of those tests. So I'm thinking there was probably crossover. But either I'm super lucky I didn't get out of there. And so for the next four days, I was like really on guard. Nothing. And then um, the next day, my other granddaughter. Uh, and she's four. And then the next day, Leanne. And uh, my son Keith, who's boosted, nada. Hmm. And they crawl up, you know, they curl up in bed. Yeah, together. they're all over each other. They're yeah. all, you know, what it's like four and seven with girls. So, yeah. so if you haven't got your booster, Zip's finally got his booster. Um, you know. But that flu thing bout was a week after I got the booster shot, oddly enough. If it was the flu, you weren't <clears throat> tested right. for the flu, right? Well, no, no. There are so many cold viruses out there right now that everybody always has a little sniffle or a tickle and is concerned. But uh, uh, the thing about the testing with those, uh, oh, and that's the thing with those tests, they used them several days in a row to get, so you actually need like a week's worth of tests uh, to know for sure because uh, they're not sensitive in the beginning then there's a period where they're sensitive. I actually got a PCR test, strangest way. A Malibu is like, I don't know if I mentioned this last, oh no, I didn't last week because it was after we talked, but we drive by a gas station. Everything in Malibu is, you know, you know who lives there, right? Right. It's, it's, everybody it was, it was who's an organic wheatgrass test, right? Yeah. 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 Big, <laughs> you know, big time celebrities. And so, and you can run into them. Like there's a car show on the weekend down at this mall and Jay Leno's there hanging out and, um, Did Kurt Russell swab your nose? Was it George Clooney? <laughs> lucky bastard. No, I don't have. A, I don't have that kind Nick of a, Nolte. No, I don't have a name. Yeah, for right. Story. Yeah, get over here and let me swab that. <laughs> get over here, around. son of a bitch. God damn it! I, I think I'd picture him doing that kind of volunteer work at this age. But is he still alive? <laughs> I believe he's still doing community service too. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's probably community service. <laughs> oh, I have to look him up. Oh, don't man. let Gary Busey come at you with one of those things. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, and I get those two confused. <laughs> You ever get those? Two Are you confused? thinking Busey? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I do too. Uh, Nick it's Nolte. That, it's that one. It's that. It's that one Nick Nolte mugshot that throws you. Quick. With the bad hair. Yeah. Quick. Uh, quick guess. How old is he? Nolte. Yeah. Seventy-two. I bet he's in his eight. I bet he's in his eighties now. Okay. You say seventy-two. You say eighty. Uh, let's do Gary Busey too. While we're at it, who's older, Busey or Nick Nolte? Nolte. Nolte. You got that correct, both of you. Uh, Busey's age? All right, this is silly. I bet Busey is 72. Busey is 77, and Nolte is 80. Woo! Wow, was I wrong? I didn't know they were close. We're getting old. Yeah, but there's a lot more mileage on Busey. (laughs) 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 He needs new new shocks. That guy's bouncing hard, man. (laughs) Didn't he take a header off a motorcycle without a helmet, as I I recall, at some point? Yes. So, no, that's yeah, not that what happened. A lot. <laughs> uh, although, I, thank you for that visual. Um, seriously, in, in Malibu, there's like a gas station that had a pop-up free PCR test site. Nice. And so before I came back, I wanted to just make sure, you know, because I was coming home. I was going to go see a doctor. I had a bunch of stuff to do. And I, 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 Since I've been massively boosted, I haven't been that concerned about getting it. 
uh, because I know the numbers, you know, indicate I have a lot of protection, most likely. Uh, but I've been concerned about giving it to someone else because, okay. um, you know, raised Catholic with lots of guilt and, you know, would not want to think that I did that. So um, I stopped with Keith at this booth, and it was just a booth <laughs> with no line at a gas station. And it was like, yeah, the rich and famous don't want to drive far to get their test, and they want to get a test anytime they want. And, um, and we weren't rich and famous, but I, I stopped in, and I got a, the nose swab. 24 hours later, dinged my phone. Negative. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So. Glad to hear it, man. Yeah. So I recommend a half a dozen vaccines. Uh, <laughs> but remember, I'm not a doctor. Don't take financial advice or medical advice from anybody. Okay. <sighs> yeah, my TV had Ivanka on her all day. I guess she wanted beauty pageant or something. <laughs> so the sound wasn't you on. You watch the sure. news, but you got a sense of what's going on. Uh, she's being subpoenaed. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you hear Mitch McDonald's, not yet. Mitch McConnell's not, quote not today? Yet. I'm, no, I'm going to go with Mitch McDonald's from here on out. That Mitch, was great. Mitch, I love those little Mitch McDonald had a those farm. little gifts from heaven. Yeah. If yeah. Ed was here, he'd start doing his voice. Uh, Mitch McConnell. Now, by the way, I it's the Boston Globe, which is not a liberal paper. It leans a little conservative. So maybe they. I always, when I read a, a, a clickbait headline like this, I wonder if the if it's taken out of context. Here's the headline: Mitch McConnell says black people. Vote at similar rates to Americans. Oops. He, he did say it, and it was it's that's an that's just a, a wait a minute, point. wait a minute, Spike. I didn't watch the news today, O'Neill. No, I, dude, I, you that's can't, like Spike. I didn't that, do a lot of heroin today, O'Neill. Ooh, but there was a mark on your own. Come on, I just licked the spoon. <laughs> so you did watch the news. He did say that's, that exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me, let me look at um, But, you know, but, um, and, and that's a slip of the tongue. That's, I, I don't, I, I, I hate that. I hate that. I hate that kind. I mean, I hate Mitch McConnell. That kind of got the, you, the fire of a thousand yeah. sons. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I hate that little take out of context. There's more genuine, valid reasons to hate Mitch McConnell. Well, it's it, what than, it is. You know, it, the, the hypocrisy yeah. of defending, you know, bipartisanship after he rammed three Supreme Court justices up our ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, this is, this and, is... and change, change the rules every time it suits him. Yes. Well, but, you know, God forbid we have bipartisan, but by, by, for, God forbid right. it's partisan. All right. Rachel Maddow says hi. So anyway. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish. He said, I'd bring her back to the straight side. He said that African-Americans, uh, African-American voters cast ballots at similar rates to Americans. Now, clearly, he, he <laughs> may have meant to say... <laughs> All Americans. All Americans, yes. Clearly he did. And he's going to say that's what he meant to say. Uh, the conservatives and people, place, will completely, yeah. people will completely miss the bullshit at the front end of that sentence while right, there's right. focus on the bullshit at the back end of that sentence. So, so here's a weird thing, and I want you guys to discuss this and try to be as um, nonpartisan as you can. I'll go make a sandwich. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> So I'll try when I hear uh, talking, when I hear phrases and branding, I know it's because most people don't read and don't dig in and you got to win them over with as few words as possible as possible that appeal to their emotions. Right. Correct. Mm -hmm. For example, make America great again. Great slogan. 
Um, fake news. Fake news. Also, yeah. a quick thing to establish that something else is fake news before they fact check you. Great idea. Um, here's one I also don't really like. Voting rights. Because um, the phrase doesn't say it implies things, but it doesn't say anything. And so, um, uh, you know, I, here's what I know uh, as a radical centrist. Mm -hmm. uh, to people who would be against the voting rights bill, voting rights means voting rights for illegals. Even though it's not listed as that, that's what it means, right? Even though it's not it at all, that's what they see it as. Well, so says you and Rachel Maddow. But <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Let's keep it in the world of reality. Here comes a bus. Uh, Zip, are you driving the bus? <laughs> let's, let's at least keep it in the realm of reality, okay? No, uh, that is reality. That's why I asked you to, to understand that that's how it comes across. Oh, I know, but it comes across in an unrealistic view. Uh, okay you, and then to people no, no one thinks illegals should vote no one oh oh i don't know about that then uh because there have been talks about it making everyone show a driver's license and one side doesn't like do you, that do you think everyone should have to show us a, a state issued driver's license to vote i don't know but and, and then there's the whole thing where illegals can get driver's licenses i mean we look let's be honest about our denial here in america we love the illegals as long as they don't get uppity uppity <laughs> know their place what you know, put in your as long as put they in pick your, our uh, vegetables <laughs> and clean our homes and landscape our yards I, and i'm you know i'm saying that facetiously of course uh, of course you are but they do they do have a service needed um, element of our of our functioning right. economy but they have to be able to it drive to your house to do your landscaping that's true um how do we know they don't vote um you know i would i would venture to put forth the evidence the ver the easily verifiable evidence that voter fraud is so rare so rare that's a talking point that i have heard a lot so in other well, words it's, if it's, it, that one's based in yeah. fact though yeah uh, but you, well, you cannot produce evidence of massive voter fraud. Did you hear you him use the word fact zip? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, and that is the most dangerous stain that in our underwear. Is. Trump well, that is. is that Absolutely. right there. It is. What is a fact? Yeah. yeah. That's the skid mark that just won't go away. We won't agree on them. I mean, it's also something that's always been there in politics, even if you look at historical shows from 200 years ago. You know, I get all my, um, I get all my history. How do you watch a historical show from, from shows like Hell ago. on Wheels? And, um, <laughs> okay. Oh, oh I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They're researched Betty than, better than any newspaper, trust me. Yeah, true. So, anyway, so then would you be okay? with a national voter ID card that you'd have to prove your citizenship to get. Absolutely. You would. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Totally comfortable with that. Guess who's not okay with and, it? And, and who's, who's not okay with it? Yeah. Who? Either political party. Well. It's never happened. And it's, uh, there's always reasons uh, that it doesn't happen. Um, 
Now, do we believe that uh, voter suppression occurs? Of course, we, we, it's institutionalized and has always happened. It's called redistricting, right? Have you seen? Some, not even start the gerrymandered story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have yeah. Have you seen some of these? Someone told me the other day. Was it you, Spike? No, I don't know who told me that they saw a district and it looked like a freaking squid. Oh, with eight arms going out. Yeah, yeah more than funny. eight, like tentacles. <laughs> yeah, eight arms to screw you. That was a bad Beatles album, by the way. Eight <laughs> arms to yeah. screw you. So again, the phrase "voters' rights" is like you know, I like Ike. You know. I'm not a crook. Well, but, well, 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 do you think that the Voting Rights Act of 1965 did good for the country? Um, so I was nine years old and just starting to get into, um, was it the Beatles? Did I Want to Hold Your Hand come out then? <laughs> Probably sooner, 64, 63. Yeah. I remember singing it in my mom's station wagon at full blast. I haven't got the Voting Acts right of 1965, and I have not uh, thoroughly read it. Well, I don't, I don't think you really need to go to a 28,000-page in-depth dive to find out that everyone having the same ability to vote is a good thing, right? Yeah, so the same okay. would mean no redistricting, that we just, how do we draw districts at random? Maybe we have the same machine that pulls random lottery numbers for you, do the districts. How about you take the number of people involved... And you do it that way. You still got to draw lines. No, you don't. Why not? If there's 100,000 voters and 60,000 of them vote for Democrats and 40,000 vote for Republicans. Yeah, but Democrats uh, get on the local seats, level, there's four uh, seats. senators and congressmen and uh, you vote for the people in your district, right? Why couldn't you do it by, by population? I mean, have the whole state. Well, so st you're con it, again, you're. You vote for them by population, and then you plant them. So you're them talking where just national elections, right? No, states too. Well, states get into districting a whole lot. I mean, there's a reason districts exist. Oh, I, I, believe me, I, I know all. I'm, I'm deep down that rabbit hole, Bob. I'll, okay. I'll, you know, so you, explain Ohio it to me. Just then, had their because, because I te I technically agree with you. I mean, first off, here's how I look at it: uh, if there was no electro electoral college. Um, I can see both a positive and a negative outcome of that because I'm a radical centrist. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that too. I'll give you that too. It'd be difficult for middle America to get any kind of representation that was meaningful. And um, uh, maybe, but also if there was no electoral college, um, the parties would have to change in order to win. So in other words, if there was no electoral college, then it would truly be a national election. National politics would truly be national, right? And like you said, the big cities would be where all the money was spent and a, and a lot of attention wouldn't go to the small areas. Uh, but <laughs> uh, wouldn't it force the, each party to change its strategy a little and care more about the whole country? Or am I dreaming? I think you're right. I don't know. I think I might be totally wrong, but thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough politics. But black people vote just like Americans. So Yeah, if uh, only it took them the same amount of time. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, they didn't have to wait in a five-hour line. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. In Beverly Hills, you can in Beverly Hills you can vote at the gas station while you get your nose swabbed. <laughs> in Alabama, you got to take two days off work and wait in line for fourteen hours. That's exactly right. <clears throat> exactly right. Boy, Malibu is freaking crazy. Actually, crazy. So now I'm back in New England, and it's going to. They be... have drive drive through bikini voting booths in Malibu, by the way. No, that's that. Seattle. Cut it out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Do they still have bikini baristas? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Blows your mind. As long as that's all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not in violation. Until they right. catch them. You know, yeah. Oh, until they catch them. Oh, yeah, there were a couple of those, weren't there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Every time there's a Boeing plant, there's going to be a bikini barista somewhere earning extra money, working oh, hard. Is that right? Putting herself through stripper little... school. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is oh, there yeah. a little red light district near Boeing somewhere? Uh, there was a little, little work shack, little love shack out back of the, uh, uh. Of the uh, drive-thru espresso stand. <laughs> wow. All right. They kept supplies. All right, so let's tell people uh, we're going to take a no politics vow for the rest of the podcast, which I don't know what. Absolutely, I don't Absolutely. know why how we, we got onto it. Because if you hate that, you probably already stopped listening. But we're we're going to do that. So let me see if I can find something on my list. <clears throat> it's not politics. Uh, there were a couple of interesting things. Uh, Elton John is touring. How about that? That's great. It's his last tour, isn't it? Something? Yeah, it's called the Farewell it... Yellow Brick Road <laughs> Tour. Really? Um, it was going to be the Metamucil Tour, but he didn't like that. This <laughs> <laughs> is not funeral for myself. You know, <laughs> no, it's not that. that. Um, yeah, so he resumed last night in New Orleans. He took a two-year, uh, of course, COVID break. And that's another sign. So the thing about Omicron is, look, it's bad, but it's, um, you know... God, how to say it? I, I mean, it's it is bad, and it's going to be bad for a while. But the rate of bad per case is way less, and so nature is kind of doing what we, as human beings, didn't have the uh, caring and ability in our capitalistic money-making society to do, which is it's going to inoculate the world. Did you know there's a difference between the word inoculate and vaccinate i did not okay vaccinate requires you have a vaccination and get a needle in your arm when you catch the virus nature has inoculated you against it oh. Oh. with natural antibodies yeah yeah so a vaccination is a way to get inoculated and catching the virus is another way the natural uh, way to get inoculated and uh the scientist i follow very closely Look, he's he totally uh, he's really very fair about the fact that it's still killing a lot of people, but that it's it's the um, downpour before the clouds break is basically what it looks like. So that's good. So and if Elton John and how old do you think Elton John is? Ooh, that's that's a good question. I'm gonna go with seventy seven. This is a fun, fun game that we play. Uh, that, 74. That's a pretty, that's, okay. that's, yeah. Yeah. So if 74-year-old El Elton John says, screw it, fuck it, put me on stage, <laughs> you know, um, he's he's probably had as many vaccines as I have. And I, you know, again, that's a, the weird thing about the pandemic right now is that so many super spreader events are going on without guilt. You notice that? Mm -hmm. People are people are fatigued. Yeah. 
Yes. And it's also that people understand that we're not going to get out of it without some herd immunity. There's a great parody by this silly family online called the Holderness family. Have you ever heard of them? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Holderness? So this is a weird family. It's actually a family that in lot they have a family website the dad sings song parodies and all the kids act and um they have let's see how many followers they have 717,000 subscribers the parody that i'm talking about has 1.2 million views and it's nice. basically all about uh covid fatigue and how bad it is and it's it's called we don't talk about covid and Keith was talking about that when we were out there. It's like uh, everybody sort of like virtue signals a little bit. And then, you know, you'll catch them out at a rave. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, when they go to the grocery store where they might be seen, uh, they've got the mask, right? Sure, sure. And it's totally understandable. Anyway, I've got that parody. I can play it for you. Do you know what the, you know the original song? Uh, no, and it's a it's you know you know what it is because you have girls. What is it? Uh, I do, I do. It's a, the originals. We don't talk about Bruno. Okay. Um, and, and is it's that a, like it's um, is Disney that like Let's Go Bruno? Is that a Biden? Novel? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, it's the latest Disney movie, and I'm, the name is escaping me. Escaping right now. Okay. Um, Esc not Escalante. What is it? it's something like that. Encanto, I think it is Encanto. Oh, 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 that's one of the songs. So you will not be surprised at all. I just, I just uh, watched that movie with my granddaughter with the girls. I, I was going to say, I how did. did you get out of a house with granddaughters without seeing? <laughs> yeah. you remember, we don't talk like, about Bruno. I know. I got in there, and Keith was like, "Do you want to watch Encanto?" And I'm like, "Sure." And it's like, uh, you know, it was like, uh, it was like the girls haven't seen it yet. And he goes, "No, this will be their 14th time." So we're <laughs> just right. So we're just getting started. It's it's a it's a lovely story. It's it a beautiful is. little movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Let me pull it into the uh, player here. And uh, I'm assuming from the title, we don't talk about COVID. I'm assuming that's what they're parodying it. I haven't. That's oh, what they're parodying. Um, I haven't I, heard. I'm sure the it is. Yet. Gotta be. I, actually, Keith was telling me that story. Okay. So let's see if I got it, and it'll play. Hey, do you see half the school has COVID? So I guess we're just sending them to school? That's what it says. So I guess that's what we're doing. Da, 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 we don't talk about COVID, no, no, that's no. It. We don't talk about COVID. But we were wrong not tonight. We were wrong not tonight. Saw the cases spike like we are the peach. That seems wrong. Well, that does seem so very wrong. We don't know how to act. Cause this ain't a strange night. Should we really move along? Now we have zero clue what's oh, next. What comes after Omicron? Where can you even find a test? In a warehouse in Florida. And so I guess we think it's best. It's the elephant in the room. That we don't talk about COVID. No, no, no. We don't talk about COVID. 
But I'm gonna I'm gonna plug them. You can go see those guys. They're called the Holdenness family. They're hilarious. Uh, Dad That's is really well done. He's a great yeah. well. Mm. Uh, uh, wife sings and she's awesome. Kids are awesome and of course good looking. And um, if you look in the comments, uh, after 1.2 million views, this guy is talented. Whoa, he has an amazing voice. His singing is fantastic. And you know it's all pitch corrected. He <laughs> sounds like Cher singing, I believe. You remember it does. That song? It's a little synthesized. <laughs> but he is not taken away from him, but it's like these days no one, you know. No one knows. Uh, anyway, by it's the all way, the, the music of that is, yeah, the music of that was written by uh, the guy from Hamilton. Oh no, okay. oh Miranda. that's right. I remember that in the credits. That. Actually, the movie was um, it was weird in a way that it was it was all visuals. I mean, it was a family story, uh, but the plot line was just stuff happens, and then stuff gets hard, and then stuff gets great again. That's basically Disney, right? That's basically Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Touche. <laughs> you, you betcha. You betcha. Well, because... Hey, well, let, me, let, me, let me... Yeah. Go ahead. I got, a, I got an Encanto story, if you don't mind. Oh, please. I mean, no. I think it, it's, we, we took a no politics vow. We have to spend at least 10 yeah. minutes on Encanto. Right. Go ahead. Well, it's funny it, because, uh, you know, Disney is, you know, is this a good story? Fine. Will it make us money? Then we'll do it. Right. And we market it into Happy Meals. Yes. Now we're moving forward. Will there it's be clothing kind of involved? Yes. Exactly. And, yeah. and of course, with every Disney movie, they make, you know, there's, there's really not a princess in this movie. It's a story about Bob's, like you said, it's, it's a family with, all, but, with but magical the, but powers. But the star, uh, they look Jewish. Is that wrong for me to say? The, the... <laughs> because they're Mexican, yes, they, that is <laughs> no, wrong. But the, no, but the, the, the girl who's the lead female kind of looks Jewish, doesn't she? Or is that, am I? She, she's, not the, she's not a princess. She's the one <laughs> daughter of this family who see, doesn't have powers. Listen to you. There's, um, there's different varieties of princesses, and I'm not going to say it, but... I, that was a weird thing. That, that, that was I the thought, whole point I was yeah. trying to make, by the way. Yeah. And I did yeah. get the Hispanic reference too, but then I thought it was that she was a, you know, I thought they were drawn uh, again brilliantly, but to trigger all different kinds of reactions is what it was all about. So anyway, keep with keep going with your story. Well, and your point it really plays well into what my, what I wanted to bring up about the story. Okay. Disney decided to make this movie, of course, because they love to tell a tale. They've got a legacy to protect, but they also are in the money business, and they wanted to make sure they have something marketable. Right. Um, in this story, all the children of this family have these special powers. One special, one, the ants, one of them, I think, can heal you with any anything she cooks heals people. Right. Um, one controls the weather. I mean, they're they're all you know. Right. Uh, but then the next generation down, there's three three girls again. One of them is uh, she can make anything grow. She, everything she touches blooms to flowers. That is such a beautiful. The other, beautiful. the other sister, the other right. That's the beautiful one. Yeah. The other sister is super strong. Right. She can lift anything. And oh, the third yeah. sister is the one Bob that's thought was the, Jewish. The she big, has no. Yeah. The big Herkin one. Yes. So wait a minute. Which one was the one that had storm clouds over her head all the time? That was one of the ants. Oh, one of the ants. Okay. That was hilarious, by the way. Because it's a multi generational family. Yeah. Right. Um, and because there was three three people in that in that three three siblings in that generation, um, Bruno, the one they don't talk about per the song, is the one who can predict the future. Right, right. One of them can control the weather. One of them can heal the sick. Okay. 
this next generation, one of them can grow flowers. Right. One of them can lift anything, and the third girl has no special powers. But by the way, the whole story they do all of this without, without a narrator, powers. without ever saying it, right? Kind of. That's right. That's what the was very amazing well told to tale. Okay. So yeah, here's my point of the story: the big strong girl who can lift up six mules at one time and gather the cows back to the field or whatever it is. Sure. Disney didn't want to make her bulky. Disney wanted to make her small and petite, like yeah. the other sisters. But with still super strength. Okay. And the, the writers fought that. They insisted that she be strong. And Disney said, girls won't like a big, strong, bulky superhero. Uh-huh. Disney didn't want to go for it, but the writers insisted that she be big and bulky and strong. And when you say big. Meanwhile, Disney goes out and makes, and she's like, you know, 6'4", yeah. 270 pounds yeah. of muscle. This is a big woman. Yeah. Okay. I thought of Rosie um, O'Donnell in her prime. <laughs> if she was powerlifting, yes. If she was powerlifting, you're right. <laughs> yeah. There so is Disney, no actual Disney made a zillion. Yeah. Let me finish. Dis Disney made a zillion of the beautiful daughter who could grow flower toys. Right. Nobody wants them. Disney <gasps> didn't make hardly any of the big strong girl toys, and that's all any girls want. No. Because they can relate to this girl who's yes, they can relate to this girl who is a real shape of a person. And strong, and doesn't have to be a beautiful princess to be powerful and, and strong. So wow. Disney shot themselves in the ass by not believing that girls weren't superficial. Now all they got to do is and now get they're scrambling get, to get that daughter, uh, the one to touch the ass and heal it, though, right? Because they shot them. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that's right. That's Eat right. some of her aunt's cookies. Yes, right, that's right. what. It is. <laughs> but but that's I mean it's, I just heard that story. I think it was on NPR. I was listening mm. to some left wing propaganda station. <laughs> But they talked about how Disney's now scrambling to make more of the toys of the big strong sister. Wow, that's awesome. Because that's what all the girls want. Yeah. Wow. Eh, I got to admit, though, if how many times have you watched it? Twice. Okay. So far, right? And you, so far, Darby loves it. I'll see it again, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And Darby's not a, not a kid anymore. She's 16, right? She's 18. 18, Eight? buddy. Ah! Uh-huh. She's 18 now. Uh -oh. I know. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Um, are you are you getting your uh, are you getting your concealed carry or are you going to be uh, Oh. Um, I've had that for years. Oh, okay. No, um it's it's uh it's are funny. Are you screening we, um, her <laughs> their suitors? <laughs> Thanks for pulling that back in, Zip. I appreciate that. <laughs> um Let's just say I don't have to worry about teen pregnancy and leave it at that. Okay, thanks. All right, um, so, you know what? She's a, she's a smart kid with a good head on her shoulders. I just hope she doesn't fall in love with an asshole. I don't care what's between their legs. Oh, as long sweet as it's not an asshole. Yeah. That's nice. And you've got a pretty good asshole detector as you have a, num a bunch of experience. I was at all the meetings, dude. I know just what we look like. Yeah. We can smell our own. But also, I mean, remember her drawing at the Mona Lisa. She's... Yeah, brilliantly yeah. artistic and smart. Yeah. And she, um, I don't know if anyone's ever said this to you, uh, because I know she's your biological daughter. <clears throat> yeah, and talent skips a generation. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> no, no, uh, but you are wickedly quick and talented and creative. Um, you just have this uh, lightning spark to you. And I, I just think, I think that she got it in some way and expresses it maybe differently. But even the brief times I was out there a couple of years ago and, and you know, watched her talk and interact, I was like, okay, you know, thanks, man. She got a quick mind, hmm. yeah.
and and I and I will I will gladly share the same accolades for your boys. They yeah. both have your gift. They well, really, they, really, really do. Yeah, in different in ways. their own ways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they're certainly media. So here's another, and, and I won't keep telling stories about, but seeing your son is amazing. Uh, out in L.A. with Keith, you know, we're riding yeah. around for several days. At, because we were, you know, look around, do stuff like let's go for coffee and spend forty dollars on him, one muffin and one latte, <laughs> um, and and he had cleared his schedule the best he could for the week I was going to be there. Yeah, but of course that isn't how his his gig works. He does film shoots, commercials, big clients, by the way, and I can mention some of them like Amazon or Zillow or um, you know he's done McDonald's, he's done. Um, you know, run for the border, whatever that place is. Anyway, big, huge Fortune 500. Anyway, I'm bragging. But while we were there, he was like, oh, I got this, uh, you know, I got this job thing with this. Do you mind if we pull over at 11 and do a Zoom call? And I'm like, son, this is a thrill for me that you've got a great yeah. career. And I said, you just pull over, do whatever you want as long as you want. Oh, the old man will sit here and I'll play, you know, word games on my phone. Nothing for you to worry about. Well, he took me quite literally because he had an 11, he had a one, he had a three. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he and I had gone out at like 10 o'clock for coffee. And uh, we said to Andrew, you want to come for coffee? And Andrew looked at me, looked at me and Keith and he went, now nah, wait till you get back. And um, I thoroughly... Yeah, we'll, we'll bring you dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Boy, you know the punchline. So I thoroughly... So, uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I, I found myself going, yeah, well, you said, you know, do it as long as you want. And just watching yeah. him operate, by the way. Smooth operator can handle a huge team of people, kind of a director nice. type. And, uh, well, he is a director. Uh, but then it, and it was so late when we were done that I said to uh, Leanne, you want me to stop and pick up dinner somewhere and bring it back? And she said yes. And so that's what we did. But uh, There you go. Crazy stuff. I know how those days go, man. All right. We've done so well yeah. in our No Politics Pledge. Let's see if we find another No Politics story. And by the way, I'm glancing at the front page of the New York Times. Uh, the U.S. bombed. <laughs> U.S. bombed a dam in, steer, in Syria. Not you couldn't discuss that without politics. Uh, Biden, the negotiator, Capitol Hill gridlock. No, that's not going to do it. Safety net bell stalled. No. Why did Democrats plunge ahead on voting rights, even though the outcome was preordained? No. Yes, voting rights. Five G and airport security. And oh, FAA. Who? 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 The 5G fracas. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. It's messing up, yeah, messing up airport security. So you've all heard this story by now. Um, The airlines basically um, grabbed the phone companies by the testicles and squeezed, or is it squoze? (laughs) Squoze. It's squoze. It's squoze. Yeah. And and so they had to pause the rollout of 5G. very rarely is it well explained in the news. So, um, uh, and, and before I got an explanation, I was somewhat confused by this because these are the same airlines that literally until a couple of years ago, before they would take off, they would say, we need you to turn off all your devices so as to not interfere with the aircraft. 
And, you know, we all knew. Uh, if the phone could bring down this plane, let us all off, because not every fucking person is going <laughs> to listen to what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Yeah. And so, so like, it, it was so obvious the whole time they were saying that, that it was kind of bullshit. Or if it wasn't bullshit, that they were ridiculously stupid, because I snuck my phone. I, I remember feeling guilty about it. I remember, like... And you're coming in for a landing, and I want to check my email before we land. And I just, you know, like I was sneaking a milk dud while watching a movie, and I didn't want to share with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you guys came. We've relate. all been there. Yeah, <laughs> we've all been. There. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I, and the plane never crashed, and I know lots of people did. So anyway. So when they, the airlines come out and say, 5G is going to crash the planes, I'm like, the airline who cried wolf. I sort of didn't believe it. And to this date, uh, I, I don't think they know for sure. But what I found out is the rest of the world, Europe especially, doesn't have this problem. And you know why? The frequency is slightly different. That's Correct. Good job watching a story that isn't politics. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you That's know about what this? It is. Yeah. So what what did you read, Zip? No, it's just exactly what you said, and and it uh, screws with the uh, the altimeter, I guess, specifically on the glide path coming in, right? Yes. So as it turns out, five um, G frequencies in Europe are different than five G frequencies in the in the U.S. And so uh, the five G spectrum. Uh, let's see what it says here, if I can get a quick quote. Should we put on lab coats for this part of the discussion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and actually this is, it's, it's really poorly recorded. Uh, so what it is is here, uh, aircraft altimeters are at 4.2 to 4.4 gigahertz. Um, but the C-band where these 5Gs are or 3.7 to 4.2 and the 5G networks anyways the bottom line of it is in Europe there's way more separation from the aircraft in 5G but in the United States our government sold all these frequencies to the phone companies remember they sold that um, mm. what they call a spectrum and they made you know gazillions of dollars on it but didn't think ahead uh, so there's the frequencies are too close. And then there's also the fact that in Europe, they design the dishes or the t antennas that uh, transmit 5G and point them at the ground and away from where uh, the planes might land. And here in the U.S., we well, just got some guy who used to work at Radio Shack. And he's, <laughs> he's got the super duper handy antenna. And, um, and it's... It's not as good, so that's what that's what's behind it. Um, some airlines started canceling their flights uh, in the U.S. Uh, and some backed off when uh, well, I guess the cell phone companies backed down. Uh, but uh, but it's still it's a bit of a it's a bit of a standoff, and I guess there's a lot of money at stake. And you know, when you gave the government a bunch of money to be able to make money, what should the government do if they decide to? <laughs> shove a broomstick where it shouldn't go. That's 
trying to think of it. You got to spend top dollar for your politicians. Well, the government. What they want. Should the government be on the hook to cover the cost? I kind of think so. I heard one story where they the FAA had told the cell manufacturers about it. The communication. How, how long ago? Like before uh, they spend all the money. Beginning of 2020? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I heard something. I I think the auctions for the Spectrum were separate from that. Yeah. And the FAA is like, um, it's a great agency. It's very slow moving, um, very cautious. And and slow moving is often a very good thing uh, for the FAA. So anyway, we'll see what happens there. Have you ever experienced true 5G? Personally, no. I, I haven't. I haven't found a clitoris. I don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Spike. Um, I'm sorry. I was half listening. No. <laughs> hey, you laughed at the milk dud. We also laughed at that one. <laughs> All right. So I'll close with a, a TV recommendation. And um, and I've talked to a few people about this. And if you're not into this television show. Just skip ahead to whatever twisted tunes I'm going to play. But if you're into this twisted, if you're into this TV show and you wondered whether you should watch it, uh, I'm going to give you my take. The show is Dexter New Blood. No Dexter fans in the trio, right? I loved the original. You did I loved the original. Okay. Yes. Zip. <laughs> Haven't watched a an episode, unfortunately. Okay. Good. Dexter is on Showtime, and you won't upgrade your internet for five bucks, so there's no way. <laughs> there's no way you're subscribing to Showtime, right? Am I right, or am I semi-right? Um, we, yeah, we don't have Showtime, no, actually. Okay. We've got everything else. Though. Oh, I know. You have, you have good, a good selection. So uh, Dexter's a huge hit, and, and much the same way uh, I would say, uh, tell me if you agree, Spike, uh, the, that, uh, you know, Tony Soprano gave you a kind of a bad guy that you could relate to. And, you know, you didn't necessarily have to like him. but Total flawed hero. Total total. flawed hero. Thank you. Uh, Same same thing with Walter White from Breaking Bad. Yes. Yep. Yep. In fact, Dexter's same same vein. Probably, it's all Shakespeare, right? I'm sure you're going to find a way to say that. Every every story can be written back to Shakespeare. So, um, So Dexter was the type of show I wouldn't think I would like. But once I was hooked, could not turn it off. So here's what I, I generally hate and avoid all blood and gore. And Dexter is blood and gore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah. literally, oh. it'd be literally like if I hated cherry ice cream and I went in and bought triple cherry. <laughs> <laughs> and then dumped it down the front of your shirt and wandered through the streets. Exactly. Yes. So, uh, and, and so you liked Dexter. You have not seen the new one, right? I have not seen any of the new one, but I did love the other one. The Dexter original. is one of those series where when they did the last season, nobody liked how it ended. It ended with him appearing to die, going out into a hurricane. Didn't tell you whether he died or not. And, um, and the plot was kind of convoluted at the end. It sort of made no sense. And, Everybody's like, well, that was a shitty way to end it. So what are we, like five, seven years later? and Probably, yeah, probably that. And for some reason, probably like you say with Disney, they studied the, you know, they studied a focus group of people who miss 
gore, <laughs> not Al. They, they left money. They left money on the table. Yeah, there's money there. Yeah. Anyway, so they bring uh, Dexter back, and I, I'm not going to give anything away, which is what I always say before I give everything away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they shot it all around Massachusetts. So to Zip and I, it's it was shot very locally. Um, yeah. Huh. I will give you the setup, Spike, and you don't know anything about it. It's just it hasn't made you. You are a working man, not, and you haven't had time. not the new one. Yeah, I haven't had time to get. Okay. I, I got too too busy keeping up with Maddo. All right, I'll give you. Well, I should say almost nothing because I'll just I'll say the obvious. He didn't die. <laughs> I kind of got that from the reveal. commercial. Anyway, you'll, yeah, you'll enjoy it, and we're out of time. No, I just realized there's no way I could say anything without ruining it for Spike. Um, let me just say this: uh, Lisa and I uh, just finished it. We binge watched it in three days, all ten episodes, and um, I didn't even think I'd want to watch it. Uh, I was like, I don't know, uh, but the writing. It was so clever, and huh. the, and the thing about Dexter, like a lot of uh, your you know your antiheroes, is they appear to be done for over and over again, right? Yeah. And then it's like how how do they cleverly not be done for? And that's you know all I'll say. It was just uh, so many twists and turns. Nice and. It was man. Writing's writing's everything. Yeah, and they said it's a limited season; that there won't be another one. Yeah, bullshit. But <laughs> yeah, <I'll say> but <laughs> if it's popular, they'll make they'll yeah. find a way to make more. Uh, but you talked about how bad how bad the original ended. Don't all all great series seem to do that to us? They sort of whimper, like Game of Thrones is one. Yeah, yeah. Sopranos. Yeah, you know. Well, Sopranos. They just end like people eh. still argue about it. Uh, Breaking Bad. That's one that ended fantastically. That was a great ending. And they still found a way to do a sequel. They just go back in time. Yep. Did you see the Sopranos prequel movie with the son of Gandolfini? The Many Saints in Newark? I have not seen that. Okay. Did you? No. I did. And I I think I'd love it. Did you see it, Zip? Yeah, I did. It's uh, it's interesting, but, but it's not what they cranked it up to be. There's yeah. not a whole lot of that's, that's, yeah. balls to it. Yeah, it's more kind of novelty, almost a little bit. Yeah, I, I thought. All right. Did you see Being the Ricardos yet? I have. Yeah, Spike. I won't. Oh, we talked. I know about you that. tried to talk me back, and you had me last week, but I, I haven't made time to, and it's because I haven't made it a priority. Yeah. But I really, you know, I right. same problem I had before. Um, Lucy's let me Lucy, put that man. on the list on of things I'd love to say. I told you so because knowing you, uh, you'll grumble. You think I'll love it, huh? Yeah, I think right on. All right, all right. Uh, you gonna, know me well, so it's going to do it for us today. Ed Kelly, did he? He was doing a rehearsal. I might have, uh, I might have spaced out on texting him. He was said he was going to be running late, and I told him not to worry about it. And he did not text me and say, "Where are you?" So. That makes it his fault. <laughs> Not really. Don't you love when you forget something, check yeah. your phone, you feel like that you skated. Woo, that's the greatest feeling. <laughs> um, now, my son Andrew was going to come uh, last night, but we, uh, because we had uh, changed the schedule of recording a little bit this week, I, I didn't get him either. He did send me some of his jokes, and I, he said, you should read them like you read Pedro's jokes. And I thought, 
Um, I used to butcher Pedro's jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he wanted me to try that. But I'm just going to tell you one of them that, um, that he put online already. So, uh, you know, you, you could see it online. But I love this joke. Are you ready? All right. Okay. 75% of vaccinated people who died of COVID had four comorbidities. That's good news. But the problem is most Americans are fat and diabetic. So really it's two things. When you're American, you start with two free squares on COVID bingo. Keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Pandemic totally shut us down. A year of mask and isolation. Don't get close, don't come around. Keep six feet of separation. I might croak or so I'm told. If I don't get my inoculation. Rock didn't die, but I got old. Baby boomer generation. My generation. Jerks on Facebook say They end up on ventilation It's not gonna cause no deformation That's just all misinformation So let's fast track that vaccination Life or deadly situation My generation Needs their vaccination, Down. Talk on Zoom and no vacation. 
vaccine in town. Now it's time for liberation. It's real safe or so I'm told. Hope I don't get anaphylactic. Now I might get a chance to grow old. Young folks call it geriatric. Vaccination. Get your own vaccination, baby. My, 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 my vaccination.